Okay, so my name is Renee Huang. I'm the founder of Wild Women Tribe and the host of Ignite Podcast. I'm here broadcasting on Zoom. This is our second week of our very spontaneous Zoom and close calls. Um, I'm from Park City and Kathy Smith is also here in Park City. I'm so excited to welcome my neighbor and dear friend and mentor. And of course, we all know her as kind of the OG, the original fitness wellness guru. So I'm really pleased to have you on today, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I you know, I just, this isn't uh, crazy times right now and what we're going through. So to have this kind of technology where we're all feeling separate and uh, disconnected from, from everybody to connect like this is, is quite remarkable. So thank you for doing it. Well, it's funny. We're all using this terminology, social distancing, and I feel almost like I'm more connected with people um, friends and neighbors and people I don't know even more so now. So I say we're socially distant, but we're virtually connected. So I am really excited to jump into this platform and this space um, and to see people and meet people who are all joined and aligned by the same common thread. So today, our common thread, what we're going to really explore is hope and positivity during times of uncertainty. And our format is um, we will kind of be smushing together two wild women tribe um, experiences. One of them is a wander, which typically we take women outdoors and experience connection outdoors. Another uh, thing that we've done over the past year, and you've been involved in, Kathy, is our podcast, the Ignite podcast. So we're really pushing those together today, having a connective experience um, and also listening and hearing some wisdom from you and your, um, your life. So I wanted to uh, turn the microphone over to you uh, to lead us in a guided breathwork session. You're going to keep it kind of short today, but you just wanted to help people get grounded and um, give them an illustration of what they can do day to day to help them feel connected to themselves. And then we'll move into a bit of discussion, um, you and I, about your background, and then we'll open it up for Q&A and further discussion with everyone on the call. Okay, perfect. Well, one of the things you guys, um, I love this technique. I call it the BLT, uh, breathing listening technique. And I like it because it's short and you can use it not only as your wake up kind of meditation, connect to the environment around you, but you can also use it throughout the day, especially if you feel your head spinning if you start to starting to feel anxious or starting to feel um, depressed or bored or any of the things that we go through all the emotions we go through on any day and, and on any given day but especially now and this is a way to snap you right back into present the present time present tense because you know we talk about um, we cannot control everything that happens around us, but we can control how we view it or how we deal with it. And this is one of the techniques that I find that just helps me get back in control. So if everybody's ready, <clears throat> just find, uh, you know, whatever's comfortable in your body. I'm going to have you, you don't have to close your eyes. I find it's a little easier if you do close your eyes. And again, this is only going to be about a three minute type of exercise. Um, so Make sure that everything's loose, that you don't, you're not, your hands aren't crossed, your legs aren't crossed, everything's kind of open, just receptive. And exhale, everybody just exhale together. 
And now on a count of four, inhale. One, two, three, four, and exhale. And again, inhale. And exhale. Now I'll be setting a pace, but whatever's comfortable, let's inhale again, what's ever comfortable for you, go to your breathing pattern. And we're just exhaling evenly, inhaling, and then exhaling. Now on your next inhale, take it to the top, inhaling four, and hold your breath and listen and name a sound around you, a sound. I hear the refrigerator. And now exhale. And again, inhale. Hold your breath. Listen. And then name a sound. I heard the bing on my computer. And exhale. We're going to go for four more rounds like that. Inhale. At the top of the inhale, hold, listen, and try to find another sound that you didn't hear before. And exhale. And again, inhale. Hold, listen, and exhale. Each time you're going to search for a different sound, inhale, go a little deeper, listen a little more attentively at the top, hold and listen. and exhale. And this will be the very last time on the top of the inhale, hold your breath, listen, and see if you can hear your heartbeat. And exhale. Take a moment just to be in that place to surrender, to being very present. And when you feel like it, and the time's right for you, just open your eyes and come back into the moment. And just maybe take a clearing breath. And what I love about this technique, if you think about where we were three minutes ago, and where you are right now, in your space around you, with the people around you, this technique forces you to just get here, right here, right now. And that's part of the thing I want to talk about today, because as we go through everything we go through in life, without this you know virus and our the quarantine and everything else going on we tend to go like this oh my god well what if this happens and what if this happens and then i'm going to do this and this is going to happen and by the end of it we have worried ourselves into um sickness into uh 
uh, an immune system that is compromised and uh, into a stress level that we have control. As I said, we don't have control about everything else maybe around us, but we have control right now of how this experience feels. And for me, the more I can be get back into when I walk out, I do this technique every morning. I get up, I have my ritual, which we'll talk about rituals. I'm a big believer in them. I make my tea, I put on my essential oils. I take my tea, I take my cup, I feel the warmth, I step outside even in these cold days and I listen and I hear birds and I feel sunlight. And for those two minutes, I, at that point, I'm right here. And then my day begins. So that's my little technique. And I hope you guys got something from it. I love that. It was interesting as you were talking and challenging me to listen. Um, my kids are upstairs and, you know, they're supposed to be doing homework. And I've told them I'm on a podcast for an hour. So be quiet. <laughs> There's not a lot of sound. But it's interesting, even within your own body, you can hear like, the blood rushing through your veins, or you can hear, like you were saying, the sound of your own heartbeat. And it's a really interesting experience to realize like that the experience around you with you. Yeah, I know if the phones are open, but people, you really realize how you're disconnected. Like people will hear, I heard, I'm not saying a pin drop, but I'll be in a room and, and I'll, I'll think, no, nobody heard things that I didn't hear. And there'll be 10 other things that people say, oh, and I go, oh, I didn't hear that. So I don't know. I'm just curious. Did anybody in their household hear anything unique that you want to share for another minute or two to show us uh, anything happening in your world? I, I, I think somebody's walking outdoors. Uh, I saw somebody, but anybody, uh, I see Anne-Marie, I see Brittany, any, any, any sounds that caught your attention? I heard um, there's a lot of construction going around my house right now, but I could hear um, the cement truck, you know, how it goes around and around and around. I have a window open and I could hear that cement truck going round and round. So I didn't hear it earlier with the window open until now. So that was a unique sound that I haven't heard all day today till now. Got it. What about you, Anne-Marie? Anything happening on your end? Any I had to unmute. Hi. <laughs> I, you know what? It's funny that you said to, or guided us through this. It's the one thing I cannot do is meditate. Like I can't. And even though I do all your workouts, I can't even do your yoga workout. So that says a lot, but I'll tell you <laughs> the three minutes, uh, I'm up in my home office and I could really do this. I, I, so that's not answering your question directly, but I could really do it. First, I heard a siren and then I heard some kids laughing outdoors, which I think is so great. I live yeah, right great. So it was just really great to hear, obviously a siren, because I do live in the city of Toronto. So we hear those all the time on a busy street. But then I heard a child or a couple of kids laughing outdoors. And you know what? That made me smile. That's awesome. I don't see other, I see other people's names. I don't see your faces, but if Joelle and Laura, I mean, I don't know if anybody else wants to chime in. What, maybe one more person, anybody hear something that they want to share? 
Hi, this is Judy. I'm I am walking. I hope I wasn't distracting anybody. <laughs> no, it was good. I thought that there's 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 a multitasker for you. <laughs> right? I know. I've been in the house all day, so I had to get out. Um, what I just heard was the breeze, which I guess I really never noticed that before. The bre- I heard the breeze as I uh, as I'm walking. Good. That's good. I mean, that's great. And anyway, then we can wrap because I know we want to move on. But those are the things. It's just getting present and what you start to 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 become aware of your environment. Anyway, I'll I'll throw it back to you, Renee. And that's my little process. Well, it was interesting because as you were talking, I was wondering, your life has spanned so many amazing um, milestones of creation in the workout and fitness sphere and uh, you strike me just from knowing you personally as being so positive and full of hope and really um, uplifting in your life and with people around you. I wanted to really start with maybe going back to when you were beginning in the industry and what um, have you always been like this? Did you have hardships in your life early on that you were forced to find being present and find positivity? Well, yeah, great question. I, I, um, I, anybody that uh, has followed my career and a lot of people, you know, that don't know, I'll just quickly, um, tell you a little backstory because honestly the way that I got into fitness was through a lot of tragedy that happened in my life and um, I lost my dad when I was 17 years old he had a heart attack Um, I was a a senior in high school and three days before my high school graduation I got the call uh, to go to the hospital by the time I had gotten there he had passed away and so he was my he was my bedrock he was um you know, just, I, I so admired my dad and it turned my world upside down, but, uh, not only two, it was about two short years later that my mom then, uh, was killed in a plane crash. So between losing my dad and then losing my mom at the age of 19, close to 20, I was then orphaned and I, uh, it was a crazy time in my life. And it was a time in hist- in, in, in time in our, in um, US history where it was the Vietnam War, we were involved in civil rights, women's rights, um, sex, drugs, and rock and roll because it was Woodstock. It was a time when, you know, young people were putting on their bell-bottom blue jeans and their flower power t-shirts and, uh, you know, listening to the great 70s rock music. And um, there I was orphaned. And so this is where this took me down this journey of how do you go through these, how do you go through something and find, um, and I don't even want to say the silver lining. I don't want to minimize, not like I'm minimizing what happened to my parents and not minimizing what's happening now. I think we all have to acknowledge people are going through a rough time. I mean, the people are getting sick. There are some people are dying. But even on top of that, people are losing jobs. Every day you read the newspaper and they're being impacted financially. Um and mentally and emotionally. So it is a hard time. And I, and I think we're going to get into this. I don't want to minimize by just saying, oh, let's look at the silver lining of all that, of all of this, without acknowledging 
just like with my parents, I want to acknowledge that was hard. And what I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't like, oh, okay, I had a positive thought and it was like gone. I, I mourned the death of my parents. You know, it's a process, but it was the process. The, what I want to say is that traumatic experience took me down this path of how do we explain life? How do we explain that there is always going to be the dark side and the light side. And through looking at what the, the, the lessons that come out of each of these experiences, um, the lessons, so with my, with my mom and dad, where I, where I went to is um, in that particular situation, and I'll get off of that because I know that that's not what the topic is right now, but what I got out of it, you know, really quickly was that life, there is life, there's, there's birth, there's living, there's death, that is the cycle of life. And in Buddhism, there is a, which I, I then started studying world religions. I'm, I, I, I'm a big believer, I'm, a, you know, faith-based, whatever your faith is. But this idea of learning the teachings, and I don't care if it's Catholicism or Mormon, if you're Mormon or Christian or Jewish, or, but I was fascinated by Eastern philosophies and especially Buddhism, because there's this idea of just non-judgment that you get into things and things will happen. And how do you just stay present? Kind of like we were staying present a moment ago. How do you stay present in all this? Acknowledge that whatever is happening, but not turn it into doomsday, that we are going to go through this. It'll be a, it'll be a challenge. We will get through it. Our world will change because of it. As individuals, we will change and it, we will pass through this. And um, I think that's the, you know, the growth that, and the gift that my parents gave me is that we are all very resilient and that, that there is um, you know, a time to grieve and there's a time to be in that and then there's a time to be happy and there's a time to be joyful and they can all be mixed together. You know, I can be grieving about my parents and still be joyful. They're not two separate, uh, two, the, the one's not over here and I can, it's not like I can't be joyful again until I finish grieving my parents 10 years from. No, there's a mix. And to this day, 40 years later or whatever, there's still a, like a place where, oh, mom and dad, but it's, but it's, but it's joyful that, that I have them there in my heart. And I think I, I want to get into like lessons. I'm learning lots of lessons in this process we're going through. So anyway, I'll throw it back to you, Renee. And uh, feel free, because I am a talker, to cut me off at any time. <laughs> well, I love listening to you go through the whole thought pattern of just because I'm happy doesn't mean I also have the balance of grief. And I like hearing that you um, are able to usher those both in because you recognize that they can't exist without the other. Um, what about as a mom? I mean, I know in this climate, one of your daughters, at least, I saw Perry earlier, but I know Kate just received some news that she has been moving through. How, as a mom, do you help counsel your, your girls? Well, it's funny, and I'm depending on who's who's listening, right? We all have we have all have children at different ages. So, how you usher a thirty, a twenty-eight, and a thirty-year-old is is different than obviously uh, younger children. But I think the thing is, because I raised my girls with uh, this philosophy that we're talking about through 
through modeling. I think, I think modeling is so important when it comes to fitness. I talk about this all the time. I'm never one as a mother that was like, you got to go and, you know, I never use words like you have to, or, um, it was just, I made fitness fun. You want to go on a hike? I'm going to make up some peanut butter and chocolate bars. Let's go, you know, and let's, you know, we'll, we'll play a game on the way, whatever it might be, whatever it was, it was to encourage it never as a, as a, you know, discipline, you have to do this or you're going to get weight, gain weight, especially for those words never crossed my lips and especially for teen, for teenage girls. But as, uh, and, and so they got addicted to, as I am to the, the good feeling of, of moving your body, but the same way with breath. I mean, I started teaching when my one daughter, um, Kate, who went to the Olympics in 2016, um, she was, and when we were down in Rio for that, the New York times, uh, called and did an article on the two of us. And they, they said, they asked, Kate, what's the one thing that you learned from your mom? And I'm thinking she's thinking, uh, she's gonna say something about, oh, I learned you know, some fitness thing because she's at the Olympics. And she goes, you know what I learned from my mom? You know, two things, one is how to breathe because every single race, before I go to every single race, I, you know, she'd started teaching me as she'd walk me down to the beach and she'd say, okay, start you know, taking these breaths, and, and she said, now you've done the work, go out and have some fun. And it's sort of like, have fun with what you're doing, you're doing and, and stay in your breath. And so the, the technique we're listening, as simple as it seems, I practice this every day. And when you practice it 10, 20, 30, 40 years, it becomes your life. And this is, I, I, I my girls now laugh because they're, um, they're, they're now really using this breath work. So having said that, Kate, the Olympics got canceled and Kate was devastated. This is about four days ago or last week sometime. True to form, you go through the grieving, you're working for something your entire four years, it's now gone. You're not gonna discount like, oh, we're just gonna be positive about that. You, she called me 24 hours later, said, mom, crying for 24 hours really makes you feel better. And you know, and, and part of it is letting kids and letting, all of us have our emotion. I mean, I'm a big one. Like when somebody says, oh, don't cry. I'm thinking, don't cry about something. I'm thinking, no, crying. If that's what you're feeling, get it out, cry, feel bad, let it go. And now let's look at what happens on the other side of crying or grief. And now let's go. And the next day she wrote a great post on her Instagram of what she's learned, how to put things in perspective, how to not be as she's worried about her Olympics and somebody else is worried about their job and somebody else is worried about such and such. We all have our things we're worried about. And now this collective, like even the collective worry can bring us together to say, okay, we're all sharing these mixed emotions for different things. And, you know, whatever yours is, is the biggest thing in your life. And, um, and let's, let, let, let's come together and realize and have empathy for one another. But honestly, I mean, what I would love on this, on this program too, if anybody, because I don't necessarily want it to necessarily be a monologue of my stuff, I would like to hear um, if anybody else is having, and only if you want to share, but if anything is, if, if any of what I'm saying is hitting a chord or something that also you might be struggling with right now, if anybody's struggling with something, um, 
that they're stuck, they're depressed, they're whatever, and they need to punch out of it, um, feel free to raise your hand. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> in a, in yeah, a, if you want to turn your microphones on and turn your cameras on, we can have people raise their hands if they have something to say or something to share. Um, I think it's interesting to hear how to move from when you're in that rut and when you're going through something how do you move through that then because you know we've heard that it's important to process grief grief and it's important to hear and validate your emotions but then how do you what are the next steps or practices or tools that we can use to then move on the pathway toward positivity Okay, well, I mean, and, and, oh, I got a hand. Henry, Henry. Has a hand. <laughs> you have to unmute here. Let me help you. There, I'm unmuted. Um, and I'm trying to peel off my nail polish, which is terrible. <laughs> so, sorry, that's why I keep looking down. I, d I never do my nails. That's one thing I don't do. I clean everything else, but not my nails. I'm trying to peel it off, so uh, I'm frustrated. Um, Kathy, I loved what you said about allowing ourselves to feel the feelings and then move through it. Um, I'm a recruiter and in the corporate world, and I've also been laid off from jobs because I used to be in the advertising world and, you know, it's very common to get laid off in my world. And I always tell people, and I suspect I'm going to be hearing from a lot of people, you know, in this kind of uh, time frame you know, when you get laid off from your job, it's not a fun thing. And I always say to people, it doesn't matter if it's business or it's money or you don't like to be told you're not wanted. I get it. It's practical. But I always tell people, which is why I identified a lot with what you said, it's okay to cry. And I always tell men, especially, I have three boys, you know, it's okay to cry. Like, go for it. Do it. Because I think we are... And one of the things that I can't, I'm not going to say I like about what's going on right now, but it's really hit me that everybody is going through the same thing. And I also very believe that, or I believe very much that um, it doesn't matter how much money you have, everything's relative. You know, the more money you have, the more you spend, the less you have, the less you spend. But right now, this virus doesn't know anything about anybody. And we are all in the same boat. And I do think it's really important that we acknowledge our feelings and feel our feelings. And, and as you have said, you know, I don't think you can move on until you do feel your feelings is I guess what I'm saying in a long-winded way of yeah. what I just heard you say is it's not an easy thing to do. But I think if one thing this is teaching all of us is let's be more vulnerable. Doesn't mean that you can't move on and come on. Yeah, you got to buck up and move on. We all have to make money. I get that. But I do, I, I've always, and I've told my boys, they're grownups now. It's okay to cry. You know, it's okay, guys, just because you're strong, athletic men, it's okay to cry. It's okay to say you're disappointed or whatever, you know, no matter how small or how large, it's okay. Good. Well, thanks. Thank you for sharing. Did you want to, I see, uh, jo did Jody there? Do you want to? No, Jody's just there. Hey, Jody. 
<laughs> okay, well, anyway, yeah, no, I like that. And, and so, um, Renee, you mentioned some techniques. I mean, just a couple of, um, uh, let's say just two, right? Techniques for getting me through the day of moving through stuff. One, obviously, you know what I'm going to say, it's movement. And, um, you know, these ideas of two to four minute quick intense bouts of just uh, getting, you know, whether it's just, you know, if I was standing right now, I don't want to go to camera, but it's just, uh, you know, low knees for uh, 15 seconds, high knees for 15 seconds, low knees for high knees for 15 seconds. I mean, you do two to three minutes of that or the same thing with an upper body, add the upper body, because this really gets the circulation. So even a like a, a kind of a jumping jack sort of thing, low, 15 seconds high, two minutes like that can change. We know that changing your physiology changes your psychology. And just that's a thing that, I mean, Tony Robbins kind of popularized this, but it's, it's what we're talking about. What happens is that if I'm, I mean, the two things, and I'll just do it visually on camera. If I'm here or if I'm, you know, like, and you know, we, we, whenever I would go on stage, there's something called your power move before you go out. And Tony would do something and you won't see my face, but it's just like, bam, bam. You know, it's like, bam, power move. And you know, part of, and I, my power move was actually right here. And I would just have, you know, we would create a power. It was just like, this was my power move. And it was just, I rubbed these two fingers together. And it's, it's sort of Pavlovian in the sense that as you condition yourself that this means I have my superpowers going right now. So, and it can be just, and when you start conditioning every day and when I go on stage, if I just go like this, I could, I just get chills throughout my entire body because my, that's my superpower coming to life. But, you know, to, the idea of finding something big, bold, expressive, I'm big and like, you know, you know, getting out, getting, getting energy out of your body and not just getting in the house. We can tend to get a little bit like, Oh, I'm like this and I, I'm exaggerating, but you know, I'm small. I'm here. I'm in my house, whatever. And as opposed to, and that's why I put some music on like in the mornings, my daughter and I will just put like one song on. It's like, da, 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 da. And you're making your tea and da, 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 You know, and then you sit down now, just imagine doing that, you know, a minute later, it's like, okay, now I'm going to sit down and work. Now have those breaks throughout the day, especially, oh, and then I'm going to tell you two more tricks. This, these two other tricks are, Something I learned on a podcast, uh, you know, on my podcast um, that I do, but one is called, it's the number game. And this is slightly different than what you're talking about, Renee, but I just was thinking about it, so I'm going to throw it in. If you feel your mind going wacky on you in that the world's going to come to an end or what, all those sort of things, you feel like you're overthinking there's studies on this and they come out of Stanford. Your mind can only hold two, one thought at a time. It can't hold two thoughts in your mind at the same time. So if you go and you take a number between 10 and 100 and you just start to think of numbers. So if I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, da, 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 and I go 78, 93, 54, 
22. By the time I usually get to the fourth number and you have to pick them and it, it can't be single digits, it's between 10 and 100 and they're random. By the time you get to about the fourth number, the thought has, you've cut the thought pattern. And so now that, and, and then you go, okay, so then I've, I've cut the, and then a minute later, the thought comes back and you try it again. 24. And usually by the third time you try this technique, you, you've cut that thought pattern. You've, 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 uh, you now are, uh, have, are no longer thinking in that negative train of thought. And then the second way of doing, uh, second thing I do is something called hashtag. If I, do, if I do find myself going, again, wild with crazy ideas, there'll be um, hashtag doomsday, doomsday, hashtag world's gonna end, hashtag, and you try to make them as silly as possible because you'll make yourself laugh. Like hashtag. You taught uh, me this and I've done it with my kids and it is priceless. Okay. Complaining about things and you know, oh, my life is so bad. And I'll say like hashtag first world problems, right? And they'll just laugh because it just breaks them out of it. And I love that you're sharing techniques that really get us out of our own head and our own body, right? Because I think that's what a lot of this fear and anxiety and negativity can be about. I mean, you mentioned, obviously, we're in a time that is so uncertain, and it's not to discount them. We're not trying to bypass the reality of the situation, but we are trying to teach ourselves that we aren't a victim of our thoughts or our moods, right? And I love that being physical like sometimes when you're in a bad mood you don't automatically think well I'm going to get up and do some jumping jacks but I love that physically moving the emotions through you is a way of processing in a positive way um how else do you find that you can develop these practices do you do them every day do you just have a list is it like your toolkit where you're like okay this is my toolkit of three things that I want to do and you just draw upon them well, I like, I like habits. I, you know, I have a, uh, a saying, win the morning, win the day. And so, um, and I'm a big believer. That's that, that, and that is my unique personality, but I found that it's pretty much across the board and uh, that most people, when they start their morning off and they start it off and they feel positive and they feel in control and they check things off their list right away, that the rest of the day is, is just a little better. So typically it starts with, um, and, I, and I say, if you can get four out of six of these done, um, have your ritual, make your bed. As simple as that sounds, research shows that just the mere act of making the bed and getting organization, you know, helps um, calm the nervous system. Next, you know, for me, it's uh, make some sort of ginger shot, tea, coffee, whatever your morning drink is. Make it obviously something, you know, being healthy that's not going to have sugar in it. I hope everybody on the call, we're not doing a nutrition thing today, but do not start your day with sugar. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. We'll talk about it later. You know, have some green tea. If you have coffee, put some, um, you know, MCT oils or something in it. You know, have a good, but for me, it's green tea, matcha. I do, I have my Nutribullet. I put in my matcha. I put in my collagen. 
usually marine collagen. I then, um, you know, put in my coconut almond milk, uh, a little hot water, blend it up. And I now just pour that and just, I get my, uh, the small little things like my cup, I put my cup in the microwave. So I pull it out, my cup is warm. I pour the warm matcha, whatever. It's like life is good. I, you know, it's funny. It's starting to see the beauty, the sensuality, the uh, the uh, specialness, and treating yourself. Each of these things, like you're special, and the and the event is special. So getting back to BLT, I love each of these things. That's just a that's a two minute process for me. But each of them, the warmth of the cup, the smells, the touch the drinking, then I walk outside and I do what I said. I, I immediately, I connect to the, to the environment around me. It's called grounding and you can do it. We're in winter right now, but it's, you know, it's nice winter. It's not super cold winter. I still go outside and there's a bird. There's the crispness of the crispness in the air. There is a uh, a twig that I'll notice. There's a little bunny rabbit that goes bouncing around my backyard. You know, whatever those things are, that's another minute. These are all very short things, but they're all very sensual. They're all very, uh, and when I say sensual, I just mean dealing of the senses, sight, sound, touch, smell, taste. Make that, make those first 10 minutes, get all of that in and start to appreciate it. And don't be going like this. Oh, God, I'm making this. Oh, my God. New York Times saying this. Oh, my God. You know, more people are, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, and so now you've done those 10. It's taking those 10 minutes and making them your special 10 minutes and then go into the other things that, of course, we have to read the newspaper. Of course, we have to, uh, you know, understand the news and everything. But don't make that the 24-7. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be 24-7. Take each of the things, make them unique, and you'll find that your day just gets to be a little bit more uh, positive, I mean, and happy and whatever. Yeah, so you set the tone. You win the morning, win the day. Start with breath. Start with positivity and just noticing, right? Like that's what I'm hearing from you, using all your senses to just be present and be with yourself. I love right. that. So right. maybe we can ask um, some of our friends on the call if they want to unmute and put a video on or if they want to share um, what their rituals are. And or if anybody and, and or I'd like to if anybody has a question. I uh, the other thing yeah. is if anybody on the line has any questions in particular about since uh, you know, it looks like, you know, we, we got about 20 minutes left, so we have some time, but if anybody has anything and it can be, cause I'd love to, uh, since it is, you know, a small group here and everything, if people want to know about fitness things, and even if they want to know, like my butt's getting flabby, <laughs> even though that's not it, but I mean, and, and those are obviously, um, more vanity type things, but, um, I do find that when we're around the house and stuff that we have more time, we have more time to explore things that, as Anne-Marie was saying, we, we have time now to, since we're disconnected, we can connect with other people, but we can explore new activities, like we're doing a painting project. I have a Pilates reformer that I got delivered to my house and I'm not, and I'm doing exploring more with Pilates now. So that I'm encouraging other people that if you haven't, explored some movement pattern before. This could be a good time to um, 
especially since there's so many Zoom classes around, but whether it's yoga or Pilates or belly dancing, or I'm doing, a friend of mine you know, sent me this hip hop video as a group, which we're learning this hip hop routine together. And it's, um, so I'm just wondering if there's any questions from people about fitness also. Yeah, I saw Brittany jumped on. Did you have a question for Kathy or you were just... I was going to ask her if she had like an evening routine that she incorporates, that she does something every night, the same thing to unwind. Do you journal? Do you read? Like, what's your evening routine? Like, is there something in particular that you do every single night to finish out your evening? I'd love to hear what you do. Oh my gosh. It's so funny you asked that question because I, again, winning the morning, as I talk about win the morning, and most people don't realize winning the morning starts the night before. So a good night's sleep sets you up for the next day. And that's why the evening routine is actually even more important than the morning routine. I have to say, and I'm going to tell you what mine is, but, um, I've been more successful in my morning routine than I am than, than I am in my evening routine, and when I and I I've um, keep developing and I keep working on my evening routine, but I find that my I don't know if you call it my discipline, but um, there's just more variables in the evening for all of us. I mean, and, and, and it's like now it's a little different because we're all at home, but depending on if you're going out, what, um, and, uh, and okay, let me back up because it's a really good question. The funny thing, and if I'm, I'm glad you're asking because I was thinking about this just a few days ago that I have to, I want to, I want to, I want to structure that a little bit more. And part of the reason why I'm saying it now is because I'm eating a little later now and it's not really working for me. And, um, and the reason why I'm eating later is because my daughter and I are getting out for uh, hikes and we're going to avoid the crowds and, or to avoid people or whatever. We're going about from about five 30 to about six 30, not getting home till maybe seven ish, probably seven 15, then cooking, um, which really like the cooking that we're doing. Lots of great recipes. So, and last night, a spaghetti squash with a, a veggie uh, marinara arrabbiata sauce with all these great veggies on top of the spaghetti squash and, you know, with a little Parmesan cheese and really cooking. But now we're not, we're not really finishing eating till about 8.30ish. And, uh, and, uh, again, it's just not quite working for me because then we have a little, like we, we're now, we just, I, I posted, I don't know if you guys saw them, but everybody's raving about these. So if you want this recipe, it's a protein oatmeal um, cookie type of thing. And it's just made, you know, it's, it's, it's made with oatmeal and coconut, but it's, it's just applesauce and two ripe bananas and with some walnuts and it, they are to die for. There's no sugar in them. They're great. But we're doing all these other things that I normally wouldn't be doing. It's sort of throwing me off a little bit. But in general, what I do like, I, uh, I've, I've, I, I am in a book club. I do like reading with the podcast. I'm going to talk about this uh, also because I have a podcast that's going to be released um, tomorrow on nasal breathing and this guy out of London uh, who wrote who wrote the book The Oxygen Advantage and um, the importance of 
all the time, but especially now to improve lung capacity and to improve immunity is breathing through your nose as opposed to your mouth. So, uh, but, but whenever I, I do a podcast, a couple of them a month with, and, and that requires reading a book, doing the background research. I do a lot of that at night. Um, and I think that my, um, I'm, I have a very busy you know, with my career. And I, through the years, have always balanced my daytime and nighttime. So I haven't structured my life like most people, like you work from nine to five and then you have whatever, especially since my kids are out of the house. I like to think of it like the 24-hour day and my work can happen from eight in the morning till nine at night, depending what I'm doing. Cause I like to carve out periods of the day where I can work out, where I can go skiing, where I can hike, where I can go to yoga classes. And so just like anybody who works at home, my whole thing is I just have to achieve something by the end of the day. It does. And so some of the stuff gets put into the evening hours. Um, and it's not a problem because I'm a great sleeper, but I think, it the, I think the problem I'm having is giving you an exact answer. <laughs> because <laughs> my thing is, my thing is, it's just kind of a little more fluid depending on what's happening that week, uh, that day. And I'm just looking, I have, um, you know, I work with um, Paige and I just, I'll make a commitment to her. So I've always needed in my life, you guys, I've, I do, I, I do a lot, but I've always needed an accountability coach. And that can, accountability coach can be a friend or somebody I work with, but I have to state the words out loud. By tomorrow, I'm going to have such and such done because I'm also a procrastinator because I love to have fun. I love to play. I love to get outdoors. And by doing that, I know that's on my checklist. So when eight o'clock comes, it goes, okay, I have to listen to that podcast. I have to uh, make corrections to the intro. I have to re-record the intro. And a lot of that happens in the nighttime. Anyway, I didn't so answer. We'll, we'll be your <laughs> accountability coaches Kathy, if you want to come up with uh, a nice nighttime routine now that you're at home, um, we'll be the ones who hold you to it so you can report. <laughs> okay, I'll, 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 that's it. Well, I'll, so this group right here. I'll give you that we can email to everybody my nighttime routine. Other people in the call, do you guys have a routine, a nighttime routine or a morning routine that's getting you through the day? I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hog, but I'm from a big family. So if you didn't raise your hand and ask, you didn't get. <laughs> um, and I'm like kind of blown away that I'm having this face to face with you, Kathy. I'm going to cry. You've changed my life so much. Anyways, I don't want to hog the call, but I do want to ask you, um, okay, I've done something that I've never done before. I try, I'm two days into keto plan. Right. Uh, and uh, like, I have no trouble working out. I am totally a Kathy Smith uh, runner to your walk fit tapes which trained me to do three marathons by the way anyhow i have no trouble working out 
like it's a thing for me. I have a routine. I, I did learn through training for marathons a million years ago. You do it in the morning before your day gets hijacked. So I'm on automatic pilot. But I have found since pretty much working from home, I don't know if it's the mindset, like trying to not eat junk has been really hard really hard and so I decided and my skin is very dry that I'm a friend of mine has been doing keto for a very long time and she loves it and I thought I'm going to do it I'll tell you I'm two days into it and I can't believe how different I feel in a good way I'm very tired for sure and she's told me that but I, I think I heard a podcast of yours once that talked about keto but I can't remember so I just I know we have only a few minutes left but I wanted to ask you your thoughts on that well yeah um yeah and we can also do a side a uh, little call if uh so we don't uh talk too much about diet because we could do a whole thing on nutrition. Yes, keto. I have done uh, many podcasts on keto. And as a matter of fact, um, if you want, um, you know, shoot me your email. Uh, I mean, we have it, I think. So, I mean, I, but, but anyway, we, or we can, we can post the three that right now I would recommend you listen to, but let me just say in general, keto is, um, is, an amazing approach to eating when it's done right. So I think that um, you can use it to your advantage right now. And if you are feeling that clarity, it does help oh cut gosh. cravings. It helps cut cravings. It helps get you into your, you know, uh, learning how to metabolize fat for fuel instead of just your carbohydrates, which this is a cycle you're going through right now. And when you come out of that, you're going to have intense energy. I am talking um, in two weeks to um, a doctor, uh, that uh, we'll be talking about intermittent fasting and keto dieting. And so the, 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 the big broad stroke, yes, with the caveat, uh, there's good keto and there's bad keto and you don't want to get into all the studies show you just overdoing saturated fat and bacon and burgers and this, you can do a plant, plant-based keto and you can also do a healthy keto, but just watch out for, overdoing it does nothing's going to matter in the short term two weeks no biggie three weeks what keto's known for you'll lose weight quickly you'll get into um, a really good headspace maintaining it and what the long-term health benefits especially as we age excessive protein and excessive saturated fat is not a great thing for all of us and so therefore it's that balancing act and we can talk more about that uh, even one-on-one -on -one. so if you want to have a phone call i'll jump on with you god like i'm i i you're my you're my ringo star my paul mccartney <laughs> yeah. that, whoever knows who paul mccartney is honestly like i'm blown away i feel like i want to just I'm blown away that I've had this opportunity to hear from all of you and Renee too. Um, awesome. But I don't want to, I've already hogged too much. So thank yeah, you. you haven't hogged. Thank you. Um, I do want to see if anyone else had a ritual that they share that's keeping them kind of um, steady during this time. Brittany. Oh, did mine go off? Sorry. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I do have a good morning routine. Um, I used to have a really good evening routine and did not have a morning routine. And then I flip-flopped. 
um, and have been struggling with my evening. That's partly why I asked because I'm with you. I have struggled, um, but I've really done a good morning routine. But for me, the very, very first thing when I wake up is a good stretch. I always stretch my muscles. Um, before I do anything, before I journal, meditate, I do um, lemon water. I warm up some water and put some fresh squeezed lemon in there and some peppermint. So before I usually get my water on my tea, my tea pot, uh, kettle ready, and then I'll go and stretch and then I'll pour my water. And then from there, depending on what my day looks like and work looks like, I'll go from there. But that's my normal for sure is stretching and my lemon water. So those are my morning little rituals that I do every morning. Mm, I love stretching. I love that. Love One that. of the things I've gotten away from that I want to come back to um, at night is meditating at night before I go to bed. Um, lately, like the last couple of weeks, I've been on my phone actually till I've gone to bed. And I think I've read some research somewhere that says, you know, the last couple hours of the day, at least you want to put the phone away. You want to be away from technology and just in your own little calm routine so one of my intentions that I'm holding everyone or everyone can hold me accountable to is to get back onto a meditation practice and um, like Emery was saying earlier you know you don't have to be good at it it can just be sitting literally and breathing and just allowing yourself to have some moments of calm and quiet and I think that will help a lot um, with me just kind of feeling settled and um, easy at night as opposed to anxious and like worried going to bed. Um, does anyone else have any ritual or um, habit that they're cultivating that they'd like to share or state out loud so we can hold them accountable to it? Well, maybe just as we're starting to, um, you know, the last few minutes here, um, um, maybe we can talk about, I'm just trying to think of something that would be, that's on my mind that I'd like to share. Um, Kathy, do you ever get, do you ever, and what have you done, get, been really discouraged and thought, oh my God, there is no frigging way I'm ever going to do that. Or felt like you've really like failed at something and went, how am I ever going to get to the other side? Mm, I mean, of course, but I'm okay. So uh, of course, and, um, Like, do you ever get to, do you ever lose your confidence? Or have you ever lost your confidence? And yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yes, but I think, um, I think it's a mere age thing and mere, and, and uh, just doing things that, uh, that it, it, you just see every, yes, that there's a cycle and it's hormonal. It is, uh, has to do with food. I mean, it has to do with your carbohydrate load. If you, uh, you know, if you've over carbohydrated with, you know, lots of sugar and whatever, my sensitivity level, my awareness level through the years, I, I use that BLT and 
don't throw that away lightly because something like that is is the beginning of where you go into meditations where you become where when i started meditating like 40 years ago you know the technique was where you become the observer of you so you're here and that getting quiet and eventually you start to see yourself and you step outside yourself. So you now you see yourself and you go, oh, there's Kathy being uh, vain. Oh, there's Kathy being lacking confidence. Oh, look at me now being bossy. Or you then, and the more you can get present, you start to observe. And I was watching this, um, this, a thing with a uh, thing, this uh, this webinar with Russell Brand, and it's, it's a long story. But a friend of mine had to watch this for for work, and he de- he's doing a thing on addiction. And I don't know if you know the actor, but he's you know he's you know came out and he was addicted to all sorts of things, and he's got this great you know series. But the very first one, which is the only one I looked at, was about how you change anything in your life is you become aware of it. And if you want to change your habit to this the phone and being attached to the phone and getting up in the morning and looking at it and looking, then the first thing you have to acknowledge is I have an issue with this. And the only way you can acknowledge that is if you're aware of what you're doing. And the more you get aware of what you're doing and what the cause and effect of each things are, of everything is, you start to see that, oh, when I eat too much sugar and I carbo load, I mean, I overdo these carbs for two or three days, Bob, by the third day, my confidence isn't the same anymore. I can't get up in front of the stage. I don't put my word, my brain feels a little foggy. All these things, oh, I see. It starts with, I can't have four chocolate chip cookies or two drinks or whatever it might be. And as you start to see you in your world is, okay, that work. Okay, what else doesn't work with my confidence? Oh, when I'm around people that are really judgmental and there's a group of people and they're always judging. And when I'm around these people, I don't really quite, well, maybe why am I picking my friends that are all judgmental or what else? Oh, when I start to um, focus too much on my, I start to see, oh, these are the things that are sabotaging my confidence. So now how can I start to still do my hair? So, cause I want to look good, but not get fixated into it's perfect. It's not perfect. It's like, and, and, and those are slight shifts that happen throughout the years that I now know when I start to now, I, I don't go from confident to no confidence. I go from confident to, oh, I'm now to about 70% confidence. What shifted? Oh, hormonally, I'm noticing that, um, you know, not just, there's things that we can do. I'm not just talking about, um, hormone replacement or whatever, but I can tell when my estrogen progesterone levels are slightly off. So anyway, I fine tune this. So yes, do I have it? Yeah, absolutely. But have I found um, ways that I adjust? So when I go on stage, this is the number one thing I do. And now, because I, I have to shut up because we have to go. The number one thing, I, when I go on stage, because that's the time when I feel there's 500 people out there. I'm going to go on stage and I shifted from the time where I was nervous and whatever 
people would always say, Kathy, do you get nervous when you go on stage? In the beginning, I said, yes, I do. Now it's not, oh, do I get butterflies? Do, do, do I feel like I'm adrenalized? Do I have all these feelings? Have I reframed it? And does it not bother me anymore? Because I'm concerned about you and you and you and you and everybody here. And when I, and when I project out and I say, I, I no longer, so there's, there's a thing where you no longer concerned about this and me. I'm concerned about all of you. And when I change that energy, then my confidence is here because there's nothing to not be confident. I just care about Anne-Marie and Judy and Joellen and Paige and Katie and, and, and Renee and Jody. And, I, you know, and I'm concerned about you guys and what, how can I help you? And if I get off this call knowing that I helped you just in one little bit way, then my, then my confidence is fine. But if, I'm, if I get on thinking, oh, are they going to like me? Or did I do the right thing? Or you know, did I look good enough? Or did I say the right thing? If I'm thinking about all those things, which I don't think of any of those things, um, that I'm not confident. So it's just shifting. And if I do that in every single thing in my life, then no, then that confidence thing is not an issue anymore. So what I'm hearing, Kathy, is you coming back to that notion of being present and really allowing yourself to sit in the moments that you're in and not get too much caught up in your head. Or if you do, you have tools and tips to distract your mind, trick yourself to get out of it, go work the energy through your body, through movement, or do other things that allow you to bring humor and levity into situations and not take things so seriously. And I think those are amazing tools that we can all use moving forward, um, not just in times of uncertainty, but as we tackle different challenges in life that come up as they inevitably do every day every day before we go it's called life it's called life and uh called life before we go can you share um some of your social media handles and how people can get in touch with you and you mentioned a couple podcasts if you have a, a podcast channel that we can tune into um, yeah, I, I mean, I think the best thing to do is just go to uh, Kathy, Kathy with a K, smith.com. And at the bottom, everything's right there. So, you know, Instagram's Kathy Smith Fitness. And, you know, but there, the past, you can also see it's listed there. I just, I, I just have a couple really fun podcasts coming and the fun, probably not the right word, informative, fun, interesting, but I, I love the podcasting and I just keep uh, growing uh, the base, the topics. And I think uh, everything that a lot of questions are being asked today, evening routines, uh, keto diets, um, you know, just everything is there. There's probably a hundred, close to a hundred episodes, a little less episodes now, but I would I would say that with a little extra time right now, especially if you're into the diet stuff, there's probably three really good keto uh, podcasts. They're all about a half hour. Yeah. So check it out. But anyway, I love you all. You it's been so time. much fun. And, um, you know, we'll do it again sometime. But everybody take care. Be safe. Social distance. Get outside. Exercise. Do the things we know we should be doing and love each other. 
we're actually, um, this series, this Zooming In Close series is continuing on Thursday with Jody, who's going to join us with a breathwork session and talking about breathing and how breathing can help with healing and grounding and really um, setting a practice for us to be successful in life. And then next week we have a couple more. So our full schedule is on wildwomentribe.net. And we hope that you will tune in in the future. It's really awesome that we can be socially distant and virtually connected and share space, hold space, and really appreciate and learn from each other. So have a wonderful rest of your day on Tuesday and I uh, hope to see you again soon. All right. Take care. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Tell me how to turn it off. No, <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs>